Hello. Hello there. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Just chilling. Yeah. 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 How it is? Pretty. Pretty. Yeah, it wasn't too cold. It was a uh, nice mid forties. No wind. Yeah, can't yeah. really complain about that in my opinion. So. Yeah. What have, what have you been up to recently? Past week. Um. You know, just do, finishing up my winter class, um, mm-hmm. working a little bit, uh, chilling a lot, having a lot of free time. I don't like being on break, actually, because, you know, I just don't have much to do. And yeah. I'd rather just, like, be going to school or something, which mm-hmm. is starting up next week. So yeah. we are uh, past the holidays <laughs> and moving into the to the playoffs, which is I'm very excited, yeah. even though my team is not in it. Um, I'm excited for this year's slate. Mm-hmm as well i think it's a pretty good slate a lot of uh really interesting matchups this upcoming weekend so wild card is special because like all the teams still have a chance and like there's it's the most amount of games you know mm-hmm. you get games on Saturday, sunday and monday mm-hmm. but yeah so uh very good welcome back another episode of jersey nice podcast i'm your host joe and I'm your other host, Ryan. And, uh, yeah, so we're back. As mentioned, the playoffs are starting this weekend, which is, uh, oh, as you say, I think wildcard weekend's probably one of my favorite weekends of the year. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I got nothing else to say about it, really. I mean, normal stuff on the agenda here. Got the week 18 recap, which won't spend too much time in. Uh, boring week for the most part, meaningless yeah. week. Yeah. You know? So, uh, not a lot of people in record pursuit. I mean, we had Justin, but like his stinker in week 17 kind of took him off pace for the record. So, I mean, not, not really many record, meaningful records being broken or mm-hmm. even being chased this. A lot of yeah. incentives being met, though. Yeah, the incentives, man. That's where it matters the most, it looks like. So, uh, but yeah, so I think we just hop straight into a week 18 recap. Get this one uh, out of the way pretty quick because, uh, yeah, I mean, like, like you mentioned, pretty boring week. So uh, let's start off here. Go back. I don't even remember some of these games, honestly. I barely even watched them. Here we go. Uh, Chiefs Raiders, 31-13. I mean, what, what do we have to say here? Anything? I did not watch this game. A play that the Chiefs had. Um, I believe Snow Glow Bright was the formation or reindeer personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cute little play. Um, Chiefs taking care of business. They get the one seed. Raiders, um, stuff has to change. Um, McDaniels probably. But um, what did you think of Stidham? Did, was he making some throws? Uh, he did the week prior versus the 49ers, but he was not this week. So. Uh... Uh. Very yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. The Mahomes flashes were there last week, but yeah. he may fizzle out. Raiders, a candidate now to move up for a quarter. Because apparently Definitely. Derek Carr went from being a $40 million man last offseason to this offseason. Um, he can't finish the season. We him the past, the last two games of the year. So yeah, I mean, they uh, may move up. It's always nice when uh, agendas pay out. <laughs> um now, now we have to worry about him ending up on one of our teams, which I think could it would not. I would almost say tarnish the agendas, you know. I am confident are in the draft. The QB, they're they're done with the retreads. 
Ballard knows that he can't gamble on another retread. He's just he has to draft a quarterback this this draft. I think it's it's finally we're at that point. It's Jets fine. may be in, but yeah, you guys are just starting to get are, in that. The Jets are literally the opposite position now, where it's like they might have a roster that can uh, compete for uh you know compete for something in the league this upcoming year. They might have been a quarterback away this year. Uh, I mean, I can touch on the Jets a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, so we might be in those Derek Carr sweepstakes for sure. Well, not even sweepstakes. Yeah, you but... guys, you guys are basically at the point in time where Andrew Luck retired, but without getting any of the Andrew Luck years. Yeah. So. But uh. Rough, rough, <laughs> rough draw. Yeah, you know, much else to mention? Chiefs get the one seed, but uh, I mean, I I don't even know how the playoffs work on the AFC side. Aren't they doing like coin flips and stuff to determine who where the games are being played? Like, I believe if if it's Bills. AFC Championship game. Um, mm-hmm. It's at a neutral site. Isn't the same thing with uh, the Bengals and the uh, like Bengals Bills if they play too? That would make sense. I think it's if sure. any combo of those three teams are uh, playing. So ah. might have to look into that for a later episode because you know Bengals and Bills could be playing pretty early in the playoffs. So yeah. Um, and moving on here to the Saturday night game. Uh, the AFC South title decider was Jaguars 20, Titans 16. Um, I mean, it's very like stale game of football, to, to be honest here. Yeah, unfortunate circumstances for the, um, for the Titans to mm. just complete their entire second half collapse on this season. I mean, just miserable. Uh, and having to start Josh Dobbs these past two games, um, this final game, just unfortunate. The offense is just, I feel like we've been saying it all year with them, just so incredibly one-dimensional. Mm. Um, yeah, i definitely glad that this team did not end up in the playoffs. Definitely uh, excited to see what Trevor Lawrence can do and that exciting Jags team. But, yeah. The the people's team won this game. Yes, kind of agree with that one for sure. Um, yeah, I mean Titans almost had the game too. Honestly, they were uh, a fumble for a return while. for a touchdown away from from making the playoffs. It looks like so. Uh, Jaguars where do, definitely. Where do you here as the Titans? I mean, they gotta like restructure the entire team for the most part. I would say, right, like. I mean, where are you looking? Like restructuring? Yeah, I mean, where can they go? It's like Tannehill, definitely wide receiver. Yeah, like what do they do? I mean, they're gonna have probably what a late tens or late like single digit pick. I'm guessing, or you know, somewhere in that type of range. I mean, it's tough. I mean, maybe go linebacker or corner or something. Yeah, I mean, mean, they need a lot. I mean, yeah. So, not my team though, so I don't really care too much. But uh. Yeah, and one of the teams, top two team, the top maybe, yeah, in the league that I pray on their downfall. Mm-hmm. So hope they right, never so, figure it out. So good stuff for us here. Uh, so now we got some games to fly through real quick. Uh, Steelers 28, Browns 14. Um, I think Browns might be all right next year. Steelers look good with Kenny Pickett, so it looks like they got the uh, long-term successor at quarterback potentially. Um. I, I was rooting for the Steelers to squeak in the playoffs at the end there. 
Um, they were looking like they could be a, an interesting team, you know, a team that plays a good defense, not the best defensively, mm. but Najee Harris starting to come around. As you said, Kenny Pickett starting to play good football towards the, the end of the year. His connection with George Pickens is looking yeah, pretty Yeah, Pickett uh, to Pickens looks very good. Yeah, looks like it could be a special connection in the future, but um, yeah. Um, yeah. At the end of this game, it was basically just two teams not playing for nothing, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also, like you said, the Browns might be pretty good next year. Uh, yeah. Nasty Man has been coming along all year. Yeah, I think give Nasty Man a full summer to work out and, like, get even more comfortable with the system, I think. Uh, not too comfortable. Yeah, not too comfortable, hopefully. I mean, we, another guy we don't want to see a lot of success from. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, some potential there for this Browns team. They got a good roster on paper. So just, uh, you know, not having the Nasty Man there. Although I I will say I did think Jacoby Brissett did do a good job this year. Jacoby um, Brissett, solid backup. He could even like maybe start on a team or two next year. Yeah, but we've seen what it, the the Colts have had two whole seasons of giving Jacoby Brissett a shot to start, and it, it was uh, four and twelve, um, and then seven and nine. So yeah, he's definitely a team that you you think you're going to contend but as a bridge quarterback possibly mm-hmm. you know and he, and he, apparently in every locker room the guy goes in he's beloved so yeah not so, the worst uh, guy to bring in no i mean i you know i thought he played pretty good this year i wouldn't be opposed to it for him being in the jets quarterback room i'll say that so um yeah i mean that's pretty much it on those two teams now we have Bengals 27 ravens 16 uh, we'll be seeing this matchup again this upcoming weekend in the playoffs. Oh, um, brother, can can we not? I mean, Mar Jackson are are like diet Pepsi, like free Pepsi Zero, like yeah, with no caffeine in it, man. Like I mean, exactly. You're just... Like they're just so watered down, and it, it's like you're watching football, but you're not really watching football. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like drinking an O'Doul's. It's so, it's so, I don't want to see this in the playoffs. I don't want to see the Ty Brown coalition go at it and try to, like, the Bengals, if they mess up and and fumble this and lose this game, whew, that's going to yeah. be embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, we'll see this game again this weekend, so. Don't really want to spend too much time on it. Uh, Vikings 29, Bears 13. Uh, and somehow in some sick and twisted way, the Bears got the first pick. Uh, Texans oh, fumbled that one. We will get into that game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, um, Nathan Peter, uh, the battery of Nathan Peterman, Tim Boyle couldn't get it. Um, Vikings, you're still frauds, but Bears, congratulations. You're going to um you know rob a team of all for the first overall mm-hmm. pick it seems so good for you hope it's uh i hope it's not the colts honestly yeah well i mean <laughs> i don't i mean it's weird because it's like there's not a generational quarterback prospect this year there's two very good ones i would say mm-hmm. uh in stroud and young you know who you think your number one is in comparison to who you're yeah, you know, I mean that's debatable. Either guy, I think each one has their positives, each one has their uh, negatives. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, if I were you, I wouldn't be opposed to either guy, but definitely trading up for that first overall pick. It's going to take a ton. It'll probably take, you know, your first this year, a first next year, maybe like a middle round pick this year and next. Like, it's going to take a lot. So it's like, do you really want to give up that much capital for a, a guy who's not even, in my opinion, like generational quarterback prospect? Eh, I, I personally wouldn't do it. I mean, especially a guy like Bryce Young. Like, I think I'm at the point where I might prefer Stroud over Young, which sucks because. If if we would have won that game, we would probably be in a better position to take C.J. Stroud than we are now mm-hmm. because the Texans are at two now. So unless yeah. we want to trade up to one to take Stroud, I mean, this is not this is not an enviable position. No. Which I, and with a guy who is on his last – like Chris Ballard is on his last leg as GM of this organization – and a guy with nothing to lose controlling the destiny of the next three years of all your picks is kind of a scary thought because he just might mm-hmm. say, fuck it, and throw everything in there just to yeah. take Bryce Young, who it seems like he could be potentially fragile in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, oof, I just, I, whatever, whatever we do, I hope we get it right because if we get it wrong, it could mean disaster mm-hmm. for the next like mm-hmm. five years of this organization. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk more about the Vikings in a little bit when we do our uh, playoff team power rankings. So I don't want to say too much about them right now. Um, moving on, then we had Bills 35, Patriots 23. Uh, Bills win this game with two kickoff returns. So uh don't yeah, see that they, very often. Then the opening kick back see it was one of those uh, like scripted moments. Yeah, that's what the that's literally what the announcer said. He's like, Oh, you couldn't you couldn't write a script better than this or something. Like Yeah, no, they they definitely put the call in. Uh yeah, and it was uh done both kick returns by Hines. Yeah. To Naheem. Mm-hmm. But, getting uh, his bill. It was just uh, always nice to see the Patriots go out in some very stupid ways. So, uh, yep, glad they're not in the playoffs. Um, I prayed for it last week. Um, but we do not have to see the Matt Patricia led offense mm-hmm. taking up airtime, glorious NFL playoffs. So, thank God. Yep, well put. Uh, Bills definitely uh, look good. Uh, you know, definitely playing with some heavy hearts. Uh, great to hear, you know, all the positive stuff that's come about about with DeMar Hamlin this past week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, definitely a scary team in the playoffs. You know, they got the uh, the tragedy on their side, too. Uh, you know, fucked up way of putting it. But, you know, a lot of, you know, some sports teams recently have won in the last decade with a tragedy on their side. So, yeah, um, honestly, got to say, not scared of the Bills. No, I don't they're. Like, uh, I don't like the way Josh Allen's. I don't like the way Josh Allen's playing quarterback these past few weeks. Mm-hmm. He's been turnover happy. Turnover happy. He always plays with that reckless abandon that I don't like. You know, he just, just kind of throws himself into hits. But he, I don't know. I, there's just something about him. I feel like he he might. This might be another early exit. Mm-hmm. Not to not to Skylar Thompson. No. Which, but that would be kind of funny. Yeah. Whatever comes next, the Bengals. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And speaking of Skylar Thompson, uh, we actually have the uh, <laughs> we have them next on our list here. Uh, what a score! 
Yeah, eleven to six. Real football game, by the way. The Marlins beat the Mets, eleven to six. Yeah. Um. I mean, what do I even have to say about this game? I mean, sum up your season. You know. Yeah, you know, I, I can give sum it a up nice bow. All right. Um, Garrett Wilson. Him. Sauce Gardner. Him. Uh, I mean, this is a stupid conversation here. Honestly, like seven and ten before the season, I've been like, oh, that's not too bad. But then hearing six and three to seven and ten is like, well, shit, what the fuck went wrong? Um, you know, tough year at the quarterback spot and just couldn't find any sort of consistency. Um, rookies played well, you know, had some bad injuries. Uh, defensively, I think we were one of the top defenses in the league. I think we were top five, so that's pretty good. Uh, I think we have a really good cornerback room, really or good defensive back room, good D-line room. Linebackers, you know, a little more to be uh, – want a little more from them. It'll be nice getting the guys who got hurt back next year and I think uh, just figure out the quarterback spot, and we're good. And we fired our offensive coordinator today, so. Yeah, they, you've been praying on his downfall. Oh, for a while. yeah, I've been praying on his downfall since last year, I think. So, All right. um, so go, going into next three quarterback options, I want you to rank from which you think is most likely to happen to least likely to happen. All right. These three guys possibly suiting up a quarterback for your New York Jets next year. All right. Ready? Lamar Jackson, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Derek Carr. Uh, most likely to happen, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think, well, now that we fired Michael Floor, the 49ers connection, there's kind of gone, but still there with Robert Sala, even though he's more of a defensive guy. I could still see him bringing in a quarterback who uh, he's been in the locker room with before. Uh, what are my other options? Derek Carr and Lamar. I'm saying what, medium likely and least likely? Yep. All right, look, least likely is Lamar Jackson. I mean, that's just the pipe dream, you know? Yeah. You know, he you like, get... He likes your rookies, though. He likes Sauce. Yeah. He likes Garrett Wilson. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, I think if you get a guy like Lamar in the room, you know, the offense, I mean, there's so many weapons with Garrett Wilson, uh, you know, Elijah Moore, Brees Hall, you know, Corey Davis, good tight end room. Like, there's a lot of positives. So, it's like, wouldn't you know i'd like lamar but he'd also have to wait to hire an offensive coordinator i think to get one that suits lamar i think there's good offensive coordinator they're trading for greg roman i think there's oh god um and then like the middle option like the likeliness was Derek carr i've never been a fan of the guy really so if like like it's not like worst case scenario Derek carr um just not something i'm like open to i guess Mm-hmm. That's the way to put it. Like I like that's the option I want the least. So, um, yeah, and some other options. I think you know, I don't think he actually becomes available. But if Aaron Rodgers is available, wouldn't be opposed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna legit go on the Brett Favre trajectory then. <laughs> yeah, and then what else is there? Uh, there's someone else I had in mind, but not there right now. Yeah, you know, I mean, I w- and the thing is too is like we really can't draft another quarterback. <laughs> I Take saw someone on like rush in there. Saw someone on like a Jets uh Facebook page say uh draft Stetson Bennett, the twenty five year old quarterback from Georgia. Oh, I saw that. Which I thought was hilarious. Uh you know, I, 
some Bears fan put up the most lucrative trade offer I've ever seen, which was Garrett Wilson, Quinn and Williams, and two firsts for the number one overall pick. Oh, Bears fans are going crazy with the trade machines. Yeah, they got to take away. Please block the trade machine in Chicago. Like, Yes. I don't think I can do it much longer. Um, you know, let's just give up our two best, two of our best players and two first-round picks for a, a quarterback. Uh, just a great idea. Um, you know, maybe Gino. Gino is the other one. I don't think he becomes available at all. But like, if that you know comes into play, it wouldn't be something I'm opposed to as well. Uh, I just don't think we can take another first-round quarterback. I definitely think you need to get a veteran. Like, you just do not want to have to deal with growing pains of a rookie quarterback when the team is still fairly young and in a position to compete. So, Yeah, getting a veteran could do wonders for this team. And I also I believe that they are already linked to the Dolphins passing game coordinator slash quarterback coach as the offensive coordinator, which I believe his name is Darren Bevel. He spent some time as the offensive coordinator with the Seahawks during the Legion of Boom days. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a decent track record except for his last job, which he was not very good at. Uh, he was the Jaguars <laughs> offensive coordinator in 2021. <laughs> um, that team averaged 15 points a game. Granted, it was a very bad roster, but uh, his other jobs, his track records, around 22% or 22%, 22 points per game, which isn't too bad. And I think with the defense we have, that could potentially win us a lot of football games. So, um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. He helped reform two of this year. So, I mean, Anything is uh, possible at this point with him. So, but yeah, so that's it. You know, it'll be uh, exciting to see what the Jets do this offseason. See what they do, try and clear up cap space, do some other things. But yeah, uh, all in all, all the right year. And uh, moving on, next team, we had Buccaneers Falcons. Falcons won 30 to 17. So, uh, interesting game for them. I mean, yeah, Desmond Ritter's best game. Yeah, he looked good. This this was a good game for uh, the future of the Falcons, potentially. I mean, Desmond Ritter, probably not like your future guy guy, but he had a pretty good game. Tyler Algier went over 1,000 yards in his rookie season. He looks like he could be a good running back in the future. And uh, Drake London had over 100 yards uh, receiving, I mm-hmm. believe. So, yeah. Um, some flashes are being shown. 7-10, and 10, decent year for... Uh, I mean, I thought the Falcons were going to be number one pick territory at the start of this year. So seven wins, not bad. Um, yeah, some things have been shown. Maybe uh, Kyle Pitts comes back next year, has a has another good year like his rookie season. So, yeah. I will say Falcons is definitely an interesting spot. Um, like, definitely yeah. – I mean, Ritter didn't look too bad. You know, so it's like, do you want to take the one-year run with Ritter? And it's like, oh, we suck. We can get Caleb Williams and – I I personally hold Caleb Williams slightly higher than I do either one of these quarterback prospects this year. Um, so yeah, I mean, and Buccaneers I think pulled their starters right, so I, I yeah don't really even want to waste time breaking them down. But yeah, Falcons are an interesting team. It's a good landing spot. Uh, I think they got a good culture there. Algiers gonna have a really bright uh, bright future. Already got some weapons on offense. So it's just uh yeah trying to piece it all together. Defense guy got a little bit better too. So. They need some interior line help. Great, mm-hmm. that's good, but like they they definitely need a, a bigger presence on the D line. I feel like that's been lacking for them for yeah. years now since Vic Beasley's flukes, mm-hmm. where he had like eighteen and a half sacks. You remember that, like twenty six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ugh. Anyway, Buccaneers stink. Yeah, they uh, they'll be an interesting spot in my power rankings. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um. Then moving on, next game here was Panthers ten, Saints seven. Like I, I mean, what do you actually want me to say? You know. Nope. We don't. We can move right on. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not going to waste any time. Sam Darnold's the truth. Uh, now we have Texans. A note that I just noticed by looking at the scoreboard: this this uh game ended seven to ten, and both teams are now seven and ten. There you Ooh, go. Ooh, there you it's go. It's a good note. And Sam Darnold's the truth. All right, yep. moving on. Next game: uh, Texans thirty-two, Colts thirty-one. Let's hear it. Wow. I mean, this was. I mean, there we have the play where the Colts um stripped their own player of the ball, which was uh, interesting. And then we have the play at the end of the game where it seems like the ball goes right through Rodney Thomas's hands. Um, how he like that was looked like a kid at recess going up for the ball. Like, I have no idea what happened. Crazy play at the end of the game. Um, giving up that long fourth down. And then Lovey Smith in his final game as Texans coach uh, got the boot immediately after the game, but goes for two and gets it. I mean, uh, Colts move up to the fourth pick after this uh, loss. Um, horrible season. Um, Alec Pierce disappeared throughout the uh, second half of the year, but he you know, had some good games and had some nice catches. It's, it hit, that incredible catch in the Denver game sticks in my mind, and he had the uh, two touchdowns against the Cowboys. So a few good games here. Jelani Woods needs to get better at blocking, but yeah, he looks like he could have the playmaking ability to lead our tight end core in the future. Um, Zaire Franklin stepped in majorly this year um, in the absence of um, Shaquille Leonard. But um, Grover established himself as one of the premier run defenders in the league. Um oof. Rodney Thomas, despite that play as a seventh round pick, showed a lot of promise. Could be a, a valuable contributor in that secondary for years to come. Um, other than that, we stink. We are a horrible team. Um, we have no direction. I don't believe in the man that is leading us currently in Chris Ballard. I used to. I don't anymore. Um, yeah. So I'm very worried as a Colts fan. It feels like the years. Uh, as a Mets fan, when the Wilpons would run the team, that's I feel like the Wilpons are running the Colts now. So bad vibes. Don't know what they're gonna do. Probably gonna end up making the wrong decision. Whoever we draft is gonna stink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can move on. All right, uh, and then we moving on here. 49ers, thirty-eight Cardinals, thirteen. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury gets the boot. Every surprise. Not really. Um, I never accomplished nothing. Yeah, and they they have what the third pick this year now. Yes, they do. Yeah, they're probably one of them. You know, Kyler's probably not gonna be back for next year, at least at the start. But I, don't know, I mean, they ACLs that late in the year. Who knows when he'll be back? They might want to move back as well, or I secure could... one of the top top defenders. Yeah, they're either gonna secure a top defender, move back. Um, but yeah, I mean, should be uh interesting to see what they do. You know, if they move on from DeAndre Hopkins because he's really not like, you know, in the timeline now. Realistically, I mean, he's gonna be like thirty two next season, I think. So I'd probably try and get rid of him if I were them. Yeah, 
There's a few teams I would pay pay top dollar for him right now. I believe so. Yeah, you know. So uh, we'll be interested to see what they do. Uh, not much else to say. 49ers, We'll talk about them in a little bit, probably. Uh, we have Cowboys commies. Uh, Cowboys or Commanders win twenty six to six. Just a beatdown. Dak, like, just keeps throwing bad picks. What was hard, your, gonna uh, be hard to trust him in the playoffs. What was your opinion on Sam Howell? How'd he look? Good. He's making some throws and making some plays on, on the ground. For, for a guy making his first start against a what was a formidable defense going into this game, um, yeah, he looked good. Um, surprising that it took them too long to uh, this long to start him. Also, considering the state of their quarterback room. I also, like, on draft day, I was surprised he kind of ended up going as low as he did. Like, I thought he would at least get picked a little bit higher, wasn't he? I think he was, like, a third or fourth round pick. Wasn't uh, it, like, fifth round? Yeah, he, might, he was definitely a day three pick, for sure. So, um, you know, yeah, definitely uh, interesting stuff there. But who knows? Maybe they got their long-term answer. You know, maybe going to next year. He's got good weapons on offense with Brian Robinson, uh, McLaurin, Dotson, Curtis Samuel. A lot of good guys on the team, so it should be a, you know, if that is their guy, uh, he's in a good position. So, and I think they have a good defense already set in place. So, yeah, it should be a fun team to watch for the future. Um, Cowboys got to wake up for the playoffs. I mean, we'll talk about them in a little bit. Um, we had Seahawks 19, Rams 16. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't watch any of the 4 o'clock games, so... Seahawks barely escaped, right? Barely. They were losing late in the game. They went to overtime. Baker Mayfield had a guy wide-ass open and just threw it up and it hung in the air for about... And then it came down and uh, it was intercepted. And the Seahawks were in good position. They kicked the field goal. Uh, Kind of ruined Sunday Night Football. Mm -hmm. I was rooting for the Seahawks to lose... Yeah, but, make it yeah. a winning end game for both teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Baker, you know, he just he does just in some games to where you're like, oh yeah, he could be pretty good, and then he just has plays where he misses throws or he has guys open, but he, he can't get the ball there in time. You know, it's one thing to make the throw; it's one thing to make the throw accurately, but also like you have to have the zip on the ball to where it doesn't hang up there. And NFL safeties are fast enough to get under the ball and undercut it. And he just doesn't have that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Gino's in the playoffs, so going to be mm-hmm. interesting. You know, division, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Seahawks, they they can play their brand of, of football. It they can be dangerous. It's hard to be a team three times in one year, too, so. Yeah. I feel like there's legit only like two teams, two three teams in the in the playoffs that aren't dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we had Eagles twenty two, Giants sixteen. Uh, I mean, both these teams were in the playoffs. Eagles were playing for the one seed. Giants were they even playing for anything? Uh, or... They were playing for Davis Webb's pride, you know. Yeah. And congratulations to Kenny Galladay, his first uh, giant touchdown. So. It was a pretty nice grab as well. Yeah, a little one-hander, I think it was. Yeah. Kind of pinned it against his body. Uh, I mean, yeah, we can talk about both these teams a little bit later. I 
you know, not not much to really like analyze from this game when the Giants are playing their backups and Eagles have their starters out there. So a little bit worrisome, I'd say. I mean, if the starters for the Eagles are only winning by six against the Giants' backups, but um, I won't look too much into it. And then, uh, then we had Chargers 28, Broncos 31. This one was, uh, yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson these past few weeks, he's looked pretty good, huh? Yeah, I mean, they fired Nathaniel Hackett and he got better, so... Um... Yeah, I think he's looked just a little bit more comfortable now. Maybe it took him some time to like adjust to things and um the deep balls are back. Yeah, they'll be interesting to watch next year. If Russ keeps playing at the level he played at these past few weeks, where we aren't cracking jokes about um his <laughs> the amount of bathrooms to touchdowns he's scored, I think uh, you know, they could be in for a decent little year. I mean, the AFC West is a tough division. You know, you can only expect the Raiders will improve and you know the Chiefs are the Chiefs and the Chargers are young and getting better but yeah definitely some uh, building blocks for the Broncos towards the end of this year and they're in a position to hire a new head coach and uh, do some other things so should be a uh, should be definitely an interesting team to watch out for next year we'll say that yeah. and then our last game was Packers Lions which the Lions won 20 to 16 knocking the Packers out of the playoffs could be Rogers last game in Lambeau or well, Lambo as a Packer, I should say potentially. I think he's uh, gonna stay. Look, man, I know people were at supposedly he he was very intent on keeping that jersey he was wearing. So not because uh, it's he's gonna give it to Randall Cobb. Oh yeah, he's definitely retiring. Yeah, but um, and that's like his boy. Yeah, but yeah, Lions. You know they win. Sadly, don't get in the playoffs, but uh. You know, slow start hurt him in the end. I think they ended up starting like two and one and eight, maybe, mm-hmm. and then ending the year like very hot. Probably one of the best teams in football for the last nine weeks. Uh, just unfortunate that the year started as it did. Um, we'll be interesting to see them next year. I think, uh, you know, Dan Campbell's got a lot of good building blocks in place with the team, so yeah, it should be fun to watch. Packers, weird spot. I mean, eight and nine seasons, slow start hurt them as well, and they just weren't able to turn around. So, yeah, pretty much covers it for our uh, Week 18 recap here. And now do you want to do the the playoff team power rankings? Yeah, yeah, before we get into uh, who we think is going to – who we think is going to win this upcoming week and our – Full playoff predictions. We should, mm-hmm. I guess, we'll do, and uh, yeah. yeah, we could get into the the power rankings for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll start here. Uh, start at number. Yeah, I was gonna say start at fourteen. Yeah, look, I'm putting the Dolphins there. All right, and this isn't a knock on their team as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's a knock on the quarterback position. I'm not trusting Skylar Thompson in a playoff game. That's I, I do not blame you for that. Yeah, I think they have a good roster, but not having the uh your quarterback there is killer. So Yeah, I, I have uh Baltimore at fourteen for the exact same reason. Um just because it's basically it's basically the same instance that the Dolphins are in, but the Ravens don't have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. So like their offense is even more fucked, in my opinion. They're 
they might score under 10 points in this game against like not like the most spectacular Bengals defense. So, um, yeah, I have the Bengals at number 14. I mean, the uh, the Ravens, not the Bengals. So I then have the Ravens at 13. And I have the Dolphins at 13. I just like the Ravens defense more. Yeah, makes sense. Then the Dolphins defense. That's the only reason why. The Ravens defense has been kicking up the past few yeah. weeks. So then, uh, so yeah, so we're basically in agreement on the bottom two here. Uh, 12, I have the Seahawks. Um, the reason behind it, I just, I don't know. I'd like, they've struggled. I mean, I also kind of looked at the matchup, and it's like they're playing a, a 49ers team they've lost to twice this year already. Grand, hard to be a team three times. Um, they have struggled at times this year. Like, Gino's been very, very inconsistent during this back half of the season. Um, so I just, I don't know. I mean, defense can get gashed too at any random point. They haven't been too great. So I just, I don't know. I think Seahawks 12 seems about right. I didn't expect them to make the playoffs before the year. So just kind of throwing them there. Um, at number 12, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now I Mm. understand that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever do it. And there's a chance that, you know, he just rips off to ring number eight. But this team has looked bad pretty much all year, you know. Besides that one game against the Panthers, like, I can't think of another game where I'm like, wow, the Bucs really played well today. They, that, was a great, that was a great team win all around. They look great. They look like a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. Um, at number 12, they have, you know, as they have a good quarterback, but been playing well all year. So, yeah, number, uh, yeah. So I had the Bucks at number eleven. So ah. I, mean, I just, I just don't think that team is good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, granted they'll somehow magically beat the Cowboys, and I'll be proven wrong. But I just, yeah, don't think they're good. So I had Seattle at number eleven. I, I like their running more than the Bucks, and mm-hmm. honestly, their passing game more than the Bucks as well. Even on deep balls, you know, Geno Smith has, I believe he leads the league in touchdowns over 20 yards. You know, he's been really airing it out to Lockett and Metcalf all year, um, hitting some deep plays. Uh, I like their offense explosiveness way mm-hmm. more than the uh, than the Bucks, And, you know, they uh, they have some playmakers on defense as well. So, yeah, Seattle's probably not the, you know, they, they have a tough draw on the Niners as well, mm-hmm. but definitely not the worst team in the, in the bracket, especially – you know, at, with the teams at full strength, possibly the worst team in the bracket. But, you know, with the quarterback situations of Miami and Baltimore, not the worst team out there. Yeah, well put. Uh, so are we at your number 10? Number 10. Number 10, we're going to put the uh, Jaguars here. Yeah, um, you know, kind of scraped into the playoffs by skinning their teeth and the you know, fumble for a touchdown. You know, almost lost a playoff game to Josh or winning in game to Josh Dobbs. Um, I just think the team's a little young. You know, coaching staff. Well, Doug Peterson has been here before. He has led the team to a Super Bowl. Uh, Trevor Lawrence does come from winning pedigree throughout high school and college, so I'm sure he will step up for the moment. Um, just you know, I think the AFC South is a very weak division this year, and. Uh, I think that might end up coming back to bite them here. Is uh, 
is having you know weak division, which isn't their fault, but maybe it's just not ready for this type of game. I don't think anyone expected them here this year, so. Yeah, this is going to be valuable experience for this Jags for team, you know, mm-hmm. getting that playoff experience. So, yeah, this is one of those happy to be there teams, but also, I don't think they're just satisfied with being there. I think yeah. that they want more, and uh, if you know they able to play their game, they don't have the toughest draw on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You know, they um playing in Arrowhead next week yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then uh, speaking of charges, that's who I have at number nine. Yep, me too. Um, kind of similar story with the Jaguars, young team. Uh, defensively, they're a little, little bit more veteran leadership. Um, but a lot of guys who I don't think have played playoff games before on the roster, mm-hmm. um, or at least in a while. Um, however, I do think the roster is a little bit more complete than the Jaguars is. I think it's a team that could make noise in the playoffs, especially if they have to play the Chiefs, a team that they're familiar with. Uh, that could be interesting for them. So, but yeah, so I'm throwing I'm throwing J- uh, Chargers at number nine for those types of reasons. Yeah, we've been on the Chargers all year for being like a fake good team. Mm-hmm. I think that you know they're in the middle of the pack for a reason, towards the bottom of the middle. Um, you know, they have their weeks where they flash and they show all the upside. But, you know, they also have those weeks where they seem to stop and not really do much for mm-hmm. three and a half quarters. And then either they win or they don't. But, like, the point still stands that they didn't get anything going until the fourth quarter. So, you know, if it's one of those weeks, then they might be the worst team on the <laughs> in the bracket. But um, they do have that potential. So mm-hmm. I, I did also have them at nine. So uh, my number eight team, gonna put the uh, gonna put the Giants there. <laughs> oh, we're, we, we we're have on the, the same page here. We are on the same wavelength as uh, well. This is good. Um, I think my my biggest. I think the Giants have a good team on paper. They don't have skill position players on offense, and I think this is that could be their downfall potentially. Um, you know, a lot of times playoff games aren't high scoring shootouts. They're going to be kind of low scoring games. I think the defense bodes well for that, but you know, some of these teams that they could end up playing in the playoffs, if they need a big play and it's not Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones with his legs, where's it going to come from? Isaiah Hodgins, of course. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, got similar story too is the last two teams, not a lot of playoff experience. Um, yeah, you know, all in all, I think the job Brian Dable's done with this team this year is super impressive. Um, just maybe a year or two too early in the process, but you know, uh, they still, you know, they're playing the Vikings and they only lost on what like a sixty-yard field goal to them just a few weeks ago. It seems like so. Maybe it wasn't just a few weeks ago; it might have been longer than that. But yeah, so definitely a chance for them to cause some noise, but. I just don't believe uh, in those skill positions for the team. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, they don't have the explosive uh, offense, offensive, offensive ability like the uh, like the Chargers do. But mm-hmm. I like their you know, coach more. Um, I like just their overall team a little bit more. The way the team, their cohesion, and um, yeah, I just have them rank a little. Because they are in the NFC and the Chargers FC. So 
AFC is a little bit more competitive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, number seven. Right, that's what we're on? Yes. I'm putting the Vikings there. Hey, you, you're peeping at my list, man. I swear. No, you got Vikings there, too? I, I got the Vikings at number seven. Like, we're gonna have the same team at six. I feel like it's risky putting that team at six, but yeah. Uh, I got the Vikings at seven. Um, look, offense was fine and dandy and all. The running game was kind of non-existent at times, but you have Justin Jefferson, who's you know arguably the best receiver in the league. He does get shut down sometimes, but I think the last time they played the Giants, he had like a hundred something yards. So probably due for that again. Um. My biggest concern is their defense. They have the worst defense out of all the teams in the playoffs. Uh, they were the 31st ranked defense, and defense is what gets you through the playoffs usually. So I think uh, that could end up being uh, the downfall for them. So, um, Especially in this matchup against the Giants, who they're going to want to pace it out and play good defense and you know keep the ball away from the Vikings playmakers. Yeah. It's an it's a matchup of opposites, so um, they're gonna have to make sure that the game goes their way and that they play their way, or else they're gonna be screwed. And that's just how this team is kind of built. So yeah, they don't play defense, but they have the uh, weapons to outscore anybody. But I, th- this is a good matchup. This is one of those games that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. There's a few that I'm not like at all. But. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're on number six here. Yep. Number and six. Tell them, tell them the same same thing that I have on my paper. Uh, uh, this this might be where we differentiate here. I, mean, I don't know where you have this team. You know, there's that the family connection to this team. I'm putting the Cowboys at number yep. six. Yep, I have them at six, too. I thought I was putting them a little high. But, nah. you know, when you look at teams, especially in the NFC, it's it's tough to you know put them above the Cowboys. The Cowboys have the firepower on offense and defense. You know mm-hmm. they they have the players. It's just you know consistency. And with Dak, it seems to be consistent bad pick every single week. It's just mm-hmm. overcoming those two interceptions in the red zone that you know will define whether they win or lose. And you know they had a good draw against the um, Bucks. They do have to go. The Bucks are you know they're one of the worst teams in the playoffs. So. Can't ask for a better opportunity off your your playoff run. Yeah, well put. I mean, it just it's it's just gonna come down to Dak. I think you know which Dak shows up if uh, you know like MVP caliber Zach or MB, MVP caliber Dak shows up. Uh, they you know they can probably compete with any team having any given day. It's just turnovers have been his problem this year and. Uh, you know, the thing for them is if they can get a, ahead of the game and just be able to run the ball with Pollard and Zeke and grind out yards, I think they can beat any team in the league with how good that defense is. So, um, But, yeah, couldn't, couldn't justify putting them any higher than the top five teams. So, um, And now we're moving on to number five. Uh, the Buffalo Bills at number five. All right. Interesting. Is this a different pick for us? This is a different pick. Yeah. As I said, I'm not too high on the Bills. You know, they lost one of their defensive playmakers in Von Miller earlier in the year. Um, you know, they have a good roster and everything. But, you know, when you look at these teams that I have above them, I just can't put the Bills above those teams, whether it be, uh, you know, a, a 
advantage at quarterback or a better coach or better defense or better something. All these teams above them just seem to have it. That's why I have Buffalo at five. Very good team, but I don't know if they're going to be able to make it out of this gauntlet of an AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got, I got the 49ers here at number five. Um, they got one thing going against them, really, and that's history of rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs. Uh, it's just not something you really want rolling in, even with how good Brock Purdy's played. Um, having a rookie quarterback in the playoffs usually never bodes well. Um, so, I believe however, a rookie quarterback has never made a start in a Super Bowl on either side. So, so I mean, there you go. Um, however, I do think they have the best defense in the playoffs. Tough, it's a tough matchup versus Seahawks just because like teams rarely beat someone else three times in a year. You can start with that. You can start with you know rookie quarter. I mean, this is the biggest game he's going to play in his career. You know, college like he's never played on this big of a stage before. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But you know, I think that defense can carry them through, kind of like it was last year a little bit. Um, they're going to probably run into some tough, high explosive offenses. And it's just if they end up having to get into a shootout, you know, that's when the questions maybe uh, arise. So uh, I got them at number five. Interesting. All right. Number four, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, hater pick. Um, but, yeah, I uh, think the teams above them have elements to them, whether it be an insane deep. Yeah, the, the Eagles have a very good defense. They have all pros on uh, pretty much all three levels of the ball on defense, but um, them have an insane defense. Um, better quarterback or quarterbacks who I trust more in the playoff. Um, that, but yeah, I have the Eagles. All right, that's fair. Uh, I have... The uh the Bills here at number four, um, it's a team that struggled with the Jets twice this year. Uh, they actually lost to the Jets once. That's how that's my grading of teams is uh how they played versus the Jets if they played them. Uh, and like let's just face it, I mean they uh they didn't play that good versus the Jets either time. They almost lost to Mike White with four broken ribs in one game. <laughs> so uh. But then, granted, same time, uh, offensively, they're good. It's just which Josh Allen decides to show up. You know, sometimes he shows up as this reckless, you know, I'm going to do what I feel like, Josh Allen. And other times he shows up as a more controlled version. Um, But, yeah, defensively, question marks for sure. I just, you know, they're going to be playing with heavy hearts all postseason. When when a team has that on their side, it's the scariest, so. Um, that's it for me on them. And then number three, I have the Bengals. Mm. Um, they went, you know, to the Super Bowl last year. Always hard to get their back-to-back years. Uh, just really complete team on paper, in my opinion. So, I really don't have much to say. Everyone knows what the Bengals are capable of. They played good versus the Jets, too. Their performance slightly more impressive than the two Bills performances versus the Jets, so I gotta put them ahead of them for that. Um, just I don't know. I don't really have much to say about. It. I just have a number three felt like the spot for him. So, 
Um, at number three for me, I have the. I have tremendous faith in this defense. This is one of the more impressive defenses that I've seen in a while. Um, you talk about on the Eagles having th- playmakers on all three levels of the ball. I mean, you have on the the D line, you have probably the defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa. Uh, then you have Fred Warner at in the uh, in the linebacking core, and then you have Noah Hufunga at the safety position. Just three balls at uh, all three levels, and you know you have the playmakers on offense as well. You got Middle, you got Debo coming back, Ayuk who just cracked a thousand yards in this final game, and you have Christian McCaffrey. So you know you have all the weapons, like you said, the rookie quarterback potentially hold them back as it has historically. But you know, uh, you know, sometimes new things happen in history. Maybe this will be the year. But um, mm-hmm. I, I rate highly just based on their defense and the fact that they have those playmakers on offense. Mm-hmm. Number two, then, uh, who you got? Yeah, my my number two is the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think defensively they haven't been too great these past few weeks, and I think the Jalen Hurts injury, you know, seeing how he will heal is also something to keep an eye on. But if Jalen Hurts does get come back healthy, uh, you know, they have that extra week of rest. I mean, I just, you know, when he was healthy and when that offense was flying on all cylinders, he looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and potentially an MVP candidate. So, um, you know, the main thing will be, like, which Jalen Hurts do we get and uh, how that, I mean, that defense shows up, how they did all year. I think Slay and Bradbury might have been, the best or the second best, you know, they were top two secondary unit in the league. So, um, yeah, and that's all I really got to say about them. I just think arguably top two secondary and, uh, yeah, just how Jalen Hurts plays. But I think the NFC, they are the top dog. That's why I'm putting them here. So, yeah, at uh, number two for me, I have the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, the champions. Um, I'm, I have faith in them to go far this year, you know, um, I'm picking them potentially if they were to meet up with the bills in a second round matchup, um, they probably have the best draw of the playoffs, you know, playing against Tyler Huntley. Um, and yeah, they, they have playmakers on both sides of the ball. You know, this could be Jesse Bates season, um, as a single, he's probably going to be seeking a long-term deal in the offseason. Um, you got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. This could be one of the last hurrahs for that core as well. T. Higgins probably looking to get paid soon. And I don't think that the Bengals are going to want to allocate all of that money. Because, of course, they're going to want to keep Chase because of the connection he has with Burrow. And, you know, they're going to have to pay Burrow soon. You know, that's going to kick in. And, uh yeah, they're, they're not going to have all that money to just be throwing around on T. Higgins. So, yeah, this could be one of the last hurrahs for that core. Um, they didn't get it done last year. I think that there's a chance that they could make it back this year. So, yeah, I have them at number two. Mm-hmm. And then number one, you know, we both Chiefs pretty unanimous. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Best quarterback, I, I, best yeah, coach. Best quarterback, best coach. Maybe not the best defense, but. I just that's sometimes what it takes is just best quarterback, best coach, and I think that's what they have. So I don't really have much to say. I mean, 
lack of home field advantage potentially could be a thing depending on what happens. But I mean, all in all, you know, as long as they're not playing in Buffalo, I don't think it matters. Yeah. yeah as long as they're not in Buffalo, there's no worry. And I mean, if it's a neutral site, that's fairly close to them. They can get a good amount of their fans there. Then it really doesn't matter. So, yeah, but, I'm excited right. to pick. Let's pick now. We actually got to take a short break here because we're already at an hour on the recording. Yeah, I'm just going to let the dog out real quick, and then we'll be right back. All right. All right. We are back. Time to do some uh, playoff bracket predictions. Uh, So what side are we starting on, AFC or NFC side? Let's do the NFC side. I feel like that's a little more boring. Yeah. Uh, So first round here. Uh, let's start off. I don't know what order the games are. I'm just going to go. I don't even know. What, it's 49ers, Seahawks? That's one of the yeah. games. 49ers, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks. All right. So I got uh, I got 49ers. Mm-hmm. I've got – give me the Giants. And I'm taking the Cowboys. Yeah, I I have the same picks as you, but I would suggest taking the Seahawks spread. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna. I think that the Niners. I might have saw is ten. Yeah, they're like ten favorites. Yeah, look that that's gonna be Seahawks in the under, man. Put that in a teaser. Have a good day. You know, Seahawks in the under, Giants in the under, perhaps. Yeah, I could see all these games. I don't even know what the totals are, but like unders on all of them, man. And then I, yeah, also the Cowboys. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just think, I think 49ers, you know, regardless of the, if you beat a team three times, you know, the two times, regardless of that, the rookie, I just think their team's levels ahead of the Seahawks as much as I, you know, especially now with you know, the Jamal Adams injury, you know, all, all that fun stuff out of the way. So, team mm-hmm. I could root for, but I just think uh, the, um, Oh my God! Forty Nine ers just better all around roster. Giants only lost to the Vikings on like a sixty-one yard field goal. Uh, I think the game's also at what, like four thirty. Yeah, so it's a midday, Kirk. Yeah, so midday, Kirk. That's a free one for the Giants. And He's gonna get sleepy around yeah, the third quarter. Passes bedtime, man. And then uh, Cowboys. I just think you know they actually take care of business this time around versus the uh, um. Bucks. Yeah, I just think they take care of business this time. So, yeah. Then, uh, then are we doing the the next round? Uh, we could do AFC and then. All right. And then, so, so in the AFC, we have the Chargers and Jaguars in the four versus five. Yeah, games. I mean, realistically, that's the only interesting game. Yeah. Uh, because Bills by a hundred, Bengals by a hundred, and then I'm gonna take the Chargers. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I think they're going to play well at home. Um, you know, Chargers, West Coast team going to the East for what I think is a 1 o'clock start. So it um, might be. If that's the case, then that. So, yeah, I, I think either way, I'm taking the Jags. Um, they have momentum on their side, and I also think they have a better coach. And they're, I mean, at this point in the season, damn near even at quarterback. Mm-hmm. The way that Trevor Lawrence has blossomed. So, yeah, give me the Jags. And then, obviously, I'm taking the Bengals because Tyler Huntley, I don't think is uh, I don't think he's got it to beat this Bengals team. And then, uh, yeah, 
the Dolphins may make it interesting with some deep bombs to Tyreek or something, but yeah, Bills. And then the next round, I would have, well, we had the same NFC picks, so we would have the um, Cowboys going to the link to play the Eagles, and then we would have the Giants um, going to San Fran to play the Niners. Mm-hmm. And then uh, pretty straightforward picks there for me. I'm going to have the Niners winning, and I'm going to have the Cowboys upsetting the Eagles in the first round. Yeah, I've got the Eagles and the uh, <laughs> the 49ers. Uh, I'm rooting for chaos this playoffs. I'm rooting for the storyline mm-hmm. of uh, what my Super Bowl will end up being. So I, right, just, and- I just, okay. I don't know. Like, Cowboys, yeah, they might beat the Bucks, but I mean, they. Barely got by the Gardner Minshew led Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. I just I don't, know. I don't think this Cowboys team's that good. If Dak plays good this weekend versus the Bucks, you could basically pencil in him throwing for three interceptions and under two hundred fifty yards versus the Eagles. He's gonna have the Joe Flacco postseason, perfect postseason. Yeah, and then uh, Giants. You know they do get by the Vikings, but then Forty Niners. I just again defense is so good, so. Uh yeah, they they're able to get by. All right. And then in the AFC, I have the Jags playing the uh Chiefs at Arrowhead, and then we both Bengals mm-hmm. uh meeting up to play the game that they never able were able to finish. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have the Chiefs beating the Jaguars and the Bengals beating the Bills. Yeah, that's also what I have. Uh, except, well, Chiefs over Chargers. Uh, yeah, Chiefs have them as my number one team. They're going to get far. Uh, Bengals rate them more than the Bills, even though the Bills will be playing with heavy hearts. You also just kind of look at how that game started, too, the last time they played. I mean, mm-hmm. the Bengals were at midfield, you know, and when the game stopped. So I just think um, – if they're able to get by and you know move on past them, or well, I think the Bengals just be able to take care of business again versus the uh, Bills. So, and then so that gives us the well, you have Cowboys 49ers, and then I have then we both have Bengals uh, Chiefs, right? Yep, rematch of last year's AFC Championship game and rematch of like three or four AF- or NFC Championship games in the 90s. A classic rivalry, Cowboys versus Niners. Um, I do have the Niners, though. Because mm-hmm. the, the odds that we get three straight games. Yeah, next very, very low. Yeah. Um, so then I have, <laughs> I have the Eagles winning in the NFC. Mm-hmm. And I said I was about the storylines, so give me the Andy Reid Super Bowl, Eagles Chiefs. And the Kelsey Bowl. Yeah, and the Kelsey Bowl, the Andy Reid Bowl. I just think it'd be good entertainment. So imagine mm-hmm. the Kelsey podcast the week before the Super Bowl. Or that the week after. That would be pretty electric, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm here for storylines, so. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have the Chiefs winning over the Bengals. They get their revenge. Finally, Mahomes can beat Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have a rematch of the first Super Bowl that we ever, you know, covered on the podcast. Chiefs 49ers a few years back. And uh, I would have 
both happening. I would have the Chiefs taking another ring off of, uh, you know, Nick Bosa's and uh, Debo Samuel's fingers. Does uh, Brock Purdy overthrow someone with the game on the line? or? Yeah. Yeah, same storylines? Yeah. I also have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Um, it's just hard to pick against Pat- yeah, so, I mean, However, just... However, Patrick Mahomes did lead the league in passing this year. Yeah. So, which pretty much dooms you from winning the Super yeah. Bowl. Like, you are not going to win the Super Bowl. That's a good that. point. And he also won the MVP. Basically, like you, it's pretty much the certainty that he will win the MVP. Yeah. Very That's good. Another points. thing that, uh, so I could see there's a there's there's cracks there where I could see the Bengals beating them in the AFC championship, but I'm I just can't pick against it, you know. Mm-hmm. If I had, yeah, I gotta say, I think a team from the AFC wins it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, whether it's or, the Chiefs, Bengals, or Bills, yeah, whether it's the Chiefs, I just like. That group of three means a lot more to me than whoever you think the NFC's best group of three is. Yeah, you're not and you're not uh, ready for the Skylar Thompson miracle run. And you know what? If Skylar Thompson goes on a miracle run, then fair play to him. But I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for something chaotic to happen, like especially I'm... in one of these games where the in either the Ravens or Dolphins game. Look, I'm just saying, man. I was looking at the the Tyreek anytime touchdown Dolphins winning it. It's like plus eleven hundred. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's it's, it's gonna need a few Tyreek touchdowns yeah. for the Dolphins to win, and a few. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough for me to see any like major upset besides the Giants, and even then, I wouldn't even consider that a major upset. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So both ended up with Chiefs in the Super Bowl, different NFC champions. Um. Yeah, I uh, I think there should be a really good playoffs. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of fun stuff to look at. A lot of good matchups this week. Potential really good matchups down the line as well. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, yeah, I think we should have uh some good good entertaining playoffs. You know, it's another year. I both of our teams aren't in, so we just kind of get to enjoy it. Yep. Hopefully, this is the last year. That one of our team. I mean, is I think that when the Colts made it in 2020, has that been the only time that one of our teams was in the playoffs the entire time we've done the podcast? Well, the Jets haven't made the playoffs since 2010. Yeah. So, so. that uh, I mean, that basically takes away, you know, any possibility of it being the Jets for the past 10 years. Wow. Or um, more than that now, we're up to like 13 years. So uh, yeah, not a lot of representation on the podcast since since the Phil Rivers days. Bring me back Phil Rivers, man. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Any, uh, any other comments you want to make? Talk about our uh, the, the fantasy basketball team. We didn't mention them at all. I believe we have like a 40-something percent chance to win this week after I locked in a few guys. So oh, man. Oh, oh, God. We're pushing it, yeah. Oh, man. It's all right. I'll take care of things, man. <laughs> we have oh, to lock God. in like that 17-point bowl bowl performance. Ja had eighty three tonight, man. He had thirty. He had thirty eight five and four. Oh, oh my God. man, we're gonna win, aren't we? Jeez. Benedict Matherin hooped. Keegan um, Keegan Murray's been hooping this week too. He's he actually has. starting to get a pretty good, starting to grow into his role. I think as on the uh, Kings, been a really good three and D guy. So I heard some stories about Keegan. He's uh, yeah. apparently a very picky eater, and he's oh my very... God, Mitchell Robinson had sixty tonight. 
Oh my Wait, god. Wait, what? Oh, I thought you, every time he's, you say like the point total, I thought Mitch yeah. Rob dropped 60. No, points. no, he had 10, 9, and like three blocks. I was like, dumps. I'm I'm done watching the NBA if Mitchell Robinson dropped know. a 60 piece. You see Giannis' stat line tonight, by the way? What did he do? This is going to get you some chuckles. All right. Mm-hmm. I know he had a lot of rebounds. Uh, let's say Wednesday. Let me look at this real quick. He had 18 rebounds, 10 assists, and shot 3 of 10 from the field for 7 points. Oh, brother. That's, uh, like, that's literally the most Giannis stat line that could happen, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, geez, what went wrong? How many minutes did he play? 33 or 4, I think. Oh, yeah, I... I caught the tail end of that game. Mm-hmm. The Hawks, the Hawks almost came back on their ass. Yeah, no, they they were coming back, and they were down by like twenty and a half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just Giannis literally. The shot. Bucks have been struggling for a while too. They started off yeah. so hot, and that offense has been putrid, like bottom tier in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have a lot to figure out. Yeah. Um. No, Bull Bull's on our bench right now, too, because he's still, like, recovering from COVID, I think. Oh, yeah, he wasn't playing. Oh, it's that Jared Vanderbilt 17, yeah. And he look. lost his minutes when uh, Wendell Carter Jr. came yeah. back. Which is a shame, too, because he was hooping for a while there. Yeah. Might have to might have to get Royce O'Neal on the trade block, throw him around a little bit while... Uh... We got Royce on the trade block. We got Nick Claxton on the trade block. Yeah, and Aaron that. Gordon having a career year on our trade block. Yeah, yeah. I saw you, put, you sent an offer to, over to Masab. Yeah. Because he's, he's another team that probably will miss the playoffs. So just yeah. give ourselves the best chance possible. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, right now, so realistically, if Mikolai can somehow sneak out another win, uh, Desmond's playing Masab this week. So we can get a trade done with Masab for Aaron Gordon. That'd be uh, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, tank job's been going well. Um. It's a long, grueling year, but we're almost at the end of it. Yeah, you know? we really are almost at the end of it. I didn't realize there's only like 20 weeks in the season or something. 19 mm-hmm. weeks. So, uh. And we're in what, week like 12? We're in week 13. Wow. Our last matchup of the. Our, our last two weeks of the season, we played Dez and Mikolai. Oh, man. Oh, there's going to be some implications <laughs> yeah. for that one. <laughs> Might have to go all out to beat Dez the one week and then throw the next week in time. Wow, this is kind of special. But um, yeah. Anything else you wanna you wanna add for this week's episode? No, I think it's a good place to leave it off. Yeah, uh, excited to see what happens with the playoffs. Uh, we'll be back next week. Recap those games and uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. So uh, follow the socials, Twitter at Jersey Nineteen. <laughs> it's been a long day, man. Yeah. Uh, Twitter at Jersey Nineteen. Instagram, TikTok at Jersey Nineteen Podcast. Uh, We'll be back next week, as always. And, uh, yeah, take care.